Get off. Welcome, folks. Y'all come on in and make yourself at home. This here, well, this is the Rolling Thunder Podcast. Your home for all things Rolling Thunder. This episode of the Rolling Thunder Podcast is presented by Mossy Oak Camouflage because everything is better in Bottomland. And Lucky Duck Premium Decoys, Masters of Deception. Welcome to another episode of the Rolling Thunder Podcast. What's happening? It's a rainy night, Feathers Chapel. Mm Mm-hmm. Special guest in the studio. Very special guest. You want to introduce yourself? Hello. Hey, hello. <laughs> you got a name? Yeah. Well. Trip. Oh, okay, great. We all just got back from a really fun trip. We did. We did. Did you have, I had a good time. Did you have a good time? Yeah. Nice. Well, well tell us about it. Uh, Pennsylvania. We flew. Yeah. Okay, you could use a few more words. Um. <laughs> Where'd we go to say... Hunter Wallace's house. <laughs> okay. We flew to Pennsylvania to turkey hunt for a week. There you go. <laughs> and so you just so, <clears throat> if I get the timeline right, y'all had just gotten out of school. Mm-hmm. And y'all said, "Hey, let's Deuces. one more rodeo." Yeah. What was your last day of school on Monday? Friday. Yeah, Monday. And so we we let you skip on Monday. Yeah. We flew out Sunday morning. What kind of plane ticket did we get? First class. Oh gosh! Oh, it was there's nowhere to epic. go. But, was it first row? Man, see that's the first great. pick on drinks. Oh yeah, where'd you get to drink? Coke. There you go, good man. Tried a little bit of everything they had myself. <laughs> so this is something I never understood. If I'm flying first class, I don't want to board first. Yeah, because every every it depends. Okay, if you, if, if you just if you had a short layover and yeah. you went and grabbed some food. It's pretty nice to get on the plane first because you can sit there and start eating. Okay. But it kind of gives you the option. You can be dead last or you can be first. See, I'd I mean, rather be dead last because I know my seat and everything else, and I don't want every Tom, Dick, and Harry who's, yeah. like, having three carry-ons and that yeah. one kind of bonus carry-on yeah. that's not sure if that's a diaper bag or a, yeah. a duffel. I, I hear you. I hear you. We, we, <laughs> we definitely played it both ways. Yeah. When it was dinner time and we had dinner, we went ahead and got on the plane so we were, didn't have to eat there you and go. then get up and move. Yeah. Like we could sit down and enjoy it because – Remember that one night we got chips and cheese dip? Mm-hmm. So we just sat there and feasted on white cheese dip and oh. tortilla chips while everybody got on the plane, and we kind of looked down our nose at them like, hello, common news. You know. <laughs> <laughs> so tell us about the turkey hunting trip. Uh, three days without getting a turkey, and then the last day we got one. Two. Actually, two. We did. You're right. We both killed one. Did you have a good time? Yeah. Any details you want to share? Uh. <laughs> You're real talkative tonight. Tell us about the very first morning. What happened? Well, we, when we got there, driving to the to the their camp house, they got kind of a a camp up in northeast Pennsylvania. And uh, uh, remember, we were driving and we stopped and checked a couple places, saw several turkeys. And then we passed this one place where Hunter said he, he kind of wanted to hunt the next morning. What did we see there? We saw a gobbler and two gobblers and... A j- couple jakes and some hens. Yeah. whole pile of turkeys. So it was kind of perfect. Yeah. And what happened the next morning when we got there? <clears throat> um, We got there and we sat in one spot and they didn't come to that. But we heard them gobbling. Yeah, we heard them gobbling. And then we went to a different spot. Well, we just moved up. Remember, we moved up about 75 yards. Yeah, and then we got to a stump, and we saw them, and we laid our guns on it, and they weren't really come to that. Well, you're you're forgetting the first two birds that we set up on um, off the roost. They flew down. They stood in that picnic area. And then when we moved up and yelped, what happened? I'm thinking about a different one. Right. You're thinking about the one we killed. What what happened after... uh, when, we, um, when Hunter, first time Hunter called, what happened? They gobbled, and one of them uh, was coming, 
I mean, fast. Coming. Came in a hurry. And and he finally popped out. And then we um. Trip was Trip was pointed right towards where he was coming, and we were in this little block of woods, and he was like out in this picnic area, where it was like a, I don't know, like a, like a camp setting, like a almost like a youth camp looking place. Gotcha. Buildings everywhere, and <laughs> I mean the turkeys were flying down. So and y'all standing. were set up at a picnic table. Waiting. We we were in the woods. <laughs> yeah, yeah, We were yeah. trying to call them out of that out picnic of that area. area. And right off the roost, they flew down and they just kind of stood in this. They they stayed in this area for I don't know nearly an hour. And we just kind of let them, you know, they, they just didn't hardly move anywhere. And so finally we eased up and got, got a little, maybe cut 100 yards to them. And first time Hunter yelped, I mean, they just roared back, two of them, pow, pow. And then the next time they gobbled, they'd cut it in half. And they went, they were 150 yards, 75 yards, God. 50 yards. And, I mean, it was like they were in our lap. And we were, we had a field behind us, and triples kind of pointed down the edge of this these woods. And there was a big blowdown, and the first gobbler came in left to right and came around behind the blowdown while Trip couldn't swing any further to the right. And so literally for 28 minutes, he stood there and gobbled, oh. like breathing fire. At, at what yes. distance again? Oh, 40 yards. Oh, my goodness. And he gobbled, I don't know, maybe 10 or 12 times, and the other bird came from four or 500 yards off, came to him. And flanked his, too. So now we had two for, for over 20 minutes. Just in your face. We had two gobblers inside 50 yards, and he's pointed, trips pointed straight west, let's just say, and they're to our north, 40 yards. I'm looking at them, you know, and then when one gobbles, they're just getting each other, just yeah. fired up back and forth. All right. Then we had And then a hen hens. walks in, and he's she's like. She walked right down. Two and, his and gun a half barrel. yards to us. Yeah, like. Inside eight feet, and I had to tell Tripp. I was like, like, "Just." I didn't know what to do. I mean, <laughs> I could have jumped out and grabbed her. Do you remember what I told you to do? Uh, not move. Or close your eyes. I said, "Just close uh, your eyes," because I mean, she was she was up on her tippy toes, just looking right at us, just <laughs> like you thought she was going to peck the end of his gun barrel, kind of thing. And then she stepped, and then she walked past us and got between us and the and Hunter and Hunter, Hunter Phelps and Hunter Wallace were about. 10 yards behind us Uh-oh. and she stood in between us and that's she was awesome i love those close interactions uh, like that that's incredible and she was she was making all kinds of noises purring and you know trip did you learn anything about and, having an interaction that close just about what a hen sounds like um i don't know you learned how to hold still that's for sure yeah that's hard that's that's half the battle. And the whole time I was going, I was going, don't move. And while I was definitely saying that, but I was also going, do you want me to shoot one? Because they're coming in on your right. You're not going to be able to swing. No, no, Dad. No, no, no. About 20 minutes of that goes by, and they're like completely behind us now. And he goes, okay, kill one. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Appreciate so I, it. I kind of I kind of used him as cover and got down low and rolled over on my knees and got up where I could see the the gobbler the strutter and i got my gun on him and as i'm looking down there kevin taylor and jeff wallace hunter's dad were also with us and they were about another 15 or 20 yards behind hunter wallace and hunter phelps so we were kind of sitting in pairs and it was three three groups of us well this strutter goes right out in front of them he was to their left but he or to their right hand side but he was about 13 yards and so I'm down, I'm looking down the bead and I'm looking at them. I'm like, man, I, I can't take this shot. <laughs> yeah. Ta- Kevin Taylor's cell phone video is 13 and a half minutes, oh, and geez. that and that gobbler is inside 20 yards. <sighs> just over and over and over. So then what happened after that? We packed up and went. Um. Mr. Jeff's buddy called and said he knew where a strutter was on his farm. He'd been hearing him gobble all day. That's the one we put the gun on the stump. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh. Um. That guy's name was Charlie. Oh, yeah. Charlie called, and so we went over to his place, and we got in position, called, and what happened? He gobbled. And he gobbled every time we called. And then. Basically, turkeys gobble every time Hunter Wallace yelps. <laughs> I believe it. I mean, every time. Um. 
He didn't and really then, cooperate, did he? No. So we moved, and we went down, and, like, we were on a hill. Mm-hmm. And steep. we were, yeah, very steep. And we were walking, and we found a stump, and he was right there on mm-hmm. the other side of the trees. And so we set up there, and he still wasn't moving. Well, he was moving, but he didn't come to us. And so he went into the woods, and and then he he came out he the other side. He crossed this little this, there was a little tree line kind of to our yeah. right hand side, and he was out in front of us. And we were trying to call him up this hill, and he came most of the way. And then right at the very end, he turned and went through that little tree line. And so we crawled up there, and I could see him, and I shot. And I just barely skinned the top of him. And my dad gets up and run, and he shoots twice and kills him. Right, the bird the bird was, he'd come through this little tree line, and I could tell when he gobbled that he was on our side of this tree line. Yeah. And we... We had a big hill between us and him, and I thought we got to we got to get up there and get in position. And so we we moved just a little bit, and Wallace moved out with us, and he was going to try to set a decoy where where he could see it when he come around the corner sure. and not be looking at us. And man, he we're all three just kind of out in the open, and he comes barging over the top of this hill, gobbles right at us, and he's at twenty five yards. Trip and I had a pretty good sized bush in front of us, and so. I grabbed, I said, Trip, I'm going to have to shoot this one. And he goes, no, Dad, please don't. Please don't. So I, I got his gun up on my shoulder, and he kind of tries to get down on it and can't see through this brush. Oh, jeez. He, he has me standing on my tippy toes. Yeah, it was a big hill. And yeah. Anyways, I, I should have I known better than to let him shoot because he didn't have a good look at him. But, um, but about, he was standing there just looking at us fully you know erect head up and the moment trip shot he started to take a left uh, a step to the left and he shot all the primary feathers off, off his back oh right off his neck so he there. was just kind of he just, literally just walked out from under it, at the exact it just, wrong time it just st- kind of stunned him and uh and i just got up and tore out after him and he just happened to be going to – I went around the backside of that little tree line, and he, he took about four steps, and in the fourth step, he was in the wide open, and I just ragdolled him right there. So. It's good to have good backup. <laughs> and when you shot, what happened? Uh, I missed. Yeah, but remember what remember what happened to your gun? Oh, yeah. Uh, I <laughs> shot, and it flew up, and the scope hit me right – Right on the forehead. I mean, it oh, whopped him. Scoped I, I mean, yourself. it just, whoom. Yeah, raise your hand out there in podcast land if you've never done that. And there's no hands raised. <laughs> We've all done that. So you look no worse for the wear, though. Yeah, it didn't. It it, it puckered up real big for a, a day or so, and then it, um, and then it, it, that it, the swelling went down. And yeah. It's been no big deal since. Oh, but then we hunted. That was dark. day two. That was day one. That was day one. Mm-hmm. And we had shortly after that we were trying to get Kevin a bird and still get Trip a bird because I mean I killed that one so I tagged it. Yeah. And uh, the next place we stopped, we sat down. Remember, we actually Hunter got out and was calling to see if there was a bird in those woods. Remember that? And me and you mm-hmm. were FaceTiming Mama. Mm-hmm. And what happened? He was up there hitting the crystal call. And then we hear a gobble, and we're like, okay, we gotta go, we gotta go. Yeah, we're FaceTiming Mama, and one bird gobbles behind us, like on the other side of the truck. That's awesome. And so we go get set up, and then they're about to walk around the corner and die, and this, the utility truck comes driving up and runs them off. Oh. We, had, we had a paved road about 150 yards behind us. Sure. And Wallace was about 50 or 75 yards in front of us. So we're between Hunter Wallace and the Goblin Turkeys. So we're FaceTiming Lindy. Which is a pretty Lindy. good place to be. No, no, I mean the truck yeah. is between the two. Oh, 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 I'm sorry. We're I standing you were at the truck. You were... No, 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 we're FaceTiming Lindy because he's just, we're hitting spots and he's calling trying to locate, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, and this bird starts gobbling. Hunter can't hear it. So I, I hand trip the cell phone to tell him, like, tell your mama we'll call her back in a minute. And I go tearing up the hill, get Wallace. Come on, come on, come on. We dive back in the woods, and we're not even 30 yards from the truck. And they're steady. It's two of them. They're cow, cow, 
I mean, every step of the way, like it's April 1st, coming, right? And they walk all the way around, and they're standing almost by our truck. Like, they're now they're kind of, we're set up to where they were coming from, but they've made a big loop kind of around us. And they're getting close, and what happened? Uh, the utility truck came up. <laughs> we were on like a gas pipeline. Like he a, didn't even he didn't even see us or the decoy. Like like literally the birds inside fifty yards, both of them. I mean, you about to hear him walking, oh. and I trip safety's off. He's down on the gun, looking through the scope. <laughs> about that time Here we hear gravel the, popping. Oh. It's a white utility, just a just a F one fifty utility truck, you know. Coming. <laughs> Did y'all talk to him? Y'all no, we didn't get up. He never saw us. We're kind of in the woods. So y'all were just hoping that the, the birds would run off, and then once the truck eased out, maybe yeah. they'd come back out. And they, and, and they and they did. They got fired back up, but then he turned around and came back. Yeah. As the birds was coming back to us. Oh. And he kind of ran off, and he started coming back to us. And after the second time he spooked him, we were done with that one. So then we went. We got on another bird after that, but he didn't really want to play. He just kind of stood in one spot and gobbled and gobbled and gobbled, in. but. Was I that mean, later in the before, day? I was 11.15. Okay. I mean, so before lunch on the first day, we had we interacted with six different birds that were inside 100 yards. See, that's awesome. It was wild. And it's especially fun when you can have all those interactions and still come home with birds too, but, like, those mm-hmm. interactions are just – you learn so much. It's so fun. It's so cool. It's so, I mean, it's just mm-hmm. – it's slick. Can you think of anything you learned? Um – To hunt until you get one. Yeah. What happens if you give up? Then you don't get one. <laughs> you definitely don't get one if you give chance. up. Yep. So the second morning, we, what did we do the second morning? Same spot. Did Kevin kill one the second morning? He did. You're right. We went back to the same spot and we called those gobblers up, but they kind of, they kind of, hung up in a goofy spot and kind of made a circle around us. And one was roosted right beside us. We were kind of in between them. And they kind of, they, they, there was a big gravel pile on the edge of the picnic area on the edge of our woods in the gravel pile. And this bird stood up there for an hour and a half and gobbled from the top of that gravel pile. And uh, we were about 70 yards. And he, he, after he stood there and gobbled and gobbled, gobbled, he kind of, he, he walked down off that gravel pile and walked out into the middle of the picnic area. And so we sent Kevin around to where he could get position of that gravel pile. And Kevin kind of snuck up to this spot and got set up. And we called again, and he come right back to that gravel pile, and Kevin killed him. So he put a move on him that was pretty slick and that, you know, Tripp and I couldn't have done together just because of the, the, the difficulty of getting to the right yep. spot. You had to be down low, and he, he did that like a master, and he killed that bird. And then – I don't know. We got on several that afternoon after that, right? We went to this other spot that uh, had a whole bunch of birds on it. As soon as we pulled in, there were four or five longbeards just inside the gate. Remember that? As we were coming up the hill, we were like, holy cow, there's a bunch of turkeys right there. And they're all longbeards. Jeez. So we got down, and we kind of made a loop around them. And then what happened? Um... Remember we saw the little baby deer? Oh, yeah. Um, and we walked up that hill, and Hunter saw one, and we all, like, dove in. hurried and dove <clears throat> under the hot, wired fence. Mm-hmm. And then They just kind of never left. came. Yeah, yeah, and the turkeys left, and so we walked all the way around. The group we'd seen from the truck, we were trying to get around in front of them. Okay. They were in a little bitty block of woods, and so we thought if we could just get in front of them, this would be easy. And so we walk into another hill, and then we walk up. He calls. They don't gobble, and then we get up to one spot Get on close, Keep getting closer to where we thought they were. And he yelped, and they gobbled, and then the, and he doesn't yelp anymore, and we just see him marching up the hill. Yeah, I mean, as soon as they gobble, they're at like 75, 80 yards. And they and walk it's, up it's the hill. Me, it's me, Trip, Hunter Wallace, Hunter Phelps, Jeff Wallace, and Kevin Taylor. <laughs> See, I've got six eight of, people. We're in the out world. in the middle of wide open. 
Man, and it's hard a, to hide, hide one person from a turkey, but when you can hide six from them, that's pretty that's So pretty good. we get close to where they're at, and, and Hunter keeps saying, he's like, when we get inside their bubble, they're going to gobble. And, I mean, I'm mentally, I know that's exactly what's going to happen. Well, when they gobbled, all hell broke loose. And we're like, we're like, ah, and everybody sits down. Of course, the tree trip sitting on is about four inches in diameter. It's got big thorns on it. And Perfect. Trip like, ah, I can't sit right there. Hunter gets a. A decoy out, a little hen and a Jake out, just real quick. And he's I mean, sitting out right open. Yeah, and he's kind of over our shoulder. And I mean, as soon as they gobbled, they started marching, and Hunter could see him straightway. So I got tripped down on the on the gun. Go ahead. And and then we got to seeing him, and I shot at him. Like when you first saw him, they were at fifteen yards. Mm. It was tall grass, and they were coming up this gravel road. They're tough to see in that grass. It's tough. It, it surprises me every time how b- such a big bird can mm-hmm. hide in loose, thin mm-hmm. grass like that. Mm-hmm. And um, so I shoot, and I hit him, and he gets away. He flopped around, and I think what happened when we looked at the footage, he, the bird kind of turns and faces us, and Trip shoots on the right hand side of the bird, kind of low, and knocks like the bottom two feathers out of his wing. Man, he got off, got up and soared. I mean, he flew so high. I was shocked. I kept expecting any minute for him to die. Just like and glide we, out. And- oh, man, he flew. We were up on top of this big ridge. He flew over across the valley, over the top of a big block of trees. He flew until you couldn't see him anymore. Like, he was in the next county, and we were oh just, like, all scratching our head going, Goodness. No way. We thought when, that bird was dead. Yeah, when we watched the footage back, it was pretty obvious that he, he just – the bird kind of stepped left as Trip was shooting, and so he's he was on the right hand side of him. And Trip probably shot too low, anyways. And what'd you learn from that? To don't shoot until you actually have a good shot. That's true. You rushed oh. it a little bit, but where else? Where do you, where should you aim? Right below the red part on his head. Yeah, where the feathers turn into the fleshy part of his throat. Yeah. Right. I mean, punch him in the throat. And you kind of had a bad habit when they get close to and what. Rushing? Well, I was thinking about body shooting him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's hard for a kid to hold that little bitty dot on a head. Yep. And and they get they get occupied thinking about that center dot. Trip has a his optic is a circle with a dot in the center of it, and and I did that so that if that head is anywhere inside in that of zone, that circle, yeah. you know he's he's gonna die. Um, but but he Trip gets to worrying about getting everything inside that circle. And so when they're close, he ends up body shooting them, which is, <laughs> I mean, you can definitely do that in close distances, but it's hard on them and, and it's easy to lose them. You can knock one down, you know, and, and not get him. Yeah. Body it might run off somewhere. Right. And, and yeah. so, so we talked about how kind of splitting that circle in half where Dark, half the heads yep. in half of it and the, and the, his throat and chest and beard are in the kind of in the bottom half of it. And you're, then you're going to eat him alive. That yeah. was a tough one. That was Trip took that one on the chin after day one, getting that scope knocked you in the forehead, and then day two knocked one for a loop, and it got up and flew off. It was just kind of like, man, he was. That's tough. That was tough, wasn't it? You're mm-hmm. pretty discouraged. <laughs> so he, we talked about it though, and it was like you know you didn't miss. You you hit exactly where you were aiming, and. You just need to aim at a different spot instead of trying to shoot him in the chest. You mm-hmm. need to shoot him, you know, where his head meets the feathers. And uh, he kept his chin up and did good. And um, That afternoon, we got on a bird. What happened that afternoon? you remember? He died? No, the, the bird crossed the road on us. Oh, we yeah. We saw, saw a bird out strutting in this field, and we made a big loop around and got set up to call him. And he gobbled. And walked straight away from us across the road. We're like, golly. So we had to walk all the way back around, made a big loop. And we kind of got in position again on him. And at that point, we'd probably walk oh, five or six miles. Oh, that super, super big one? Mm-hmm. <laughs> a great big one. And, and he started coming to us. Remember? He had four jakes with him and three hens. And we were in some tall stuff. Yeah. And uh, and he's coming. I mean, he's dead. He's inside forty yards. He's coming. I'm trying to get trip a shot, and I mean, it it gets super, super, super close. And we're kind of in these tall weeds, and I'm looking down trip's gun. He's shaking like a leaf, and <laughs> he was a little. I could tell he was hesitant, just looking at him in the face. You know, he was nervous. 
And I told Hunter, I was like, I'm not going to let Trip take this shot. This is not a good shot. And, and, and so I told Trip, I was like, just take your gun down, and I'll kill this one. You know, what happened? He shot, and he shot his beard off. No. Raised up and got got clear. And I mean, I'm almost standing up, you know, and, and Wallace – and he gobbles and mid gobble I go to shoot him he, he gobbles out to up. the left <sighs> and I boom and he just gets up and flies off and I'm like what in the world just happened so we get to looking we look back at the video footage we get to looking my barrel is bent to the left crooked as a politician <sighs> and we're looking at the tur- we're looking at where the turkey had stood looking for feathers there are no feathers whatsoever and I sh- and we found a pile of beard. I literally oh, no. shot this turkey's beard off at 25 yards. You're quite the barber. And I was trying to shoot him right, I mean, where the flesh turns to feathers in the center of his body. Yep. And, and he, I mean, when he gobbled, he turned straight out to the left, and his beard was hanging down, you know, uh, you know a foot below his head and to the left, you know. Yeah. And, I mean, I just shot straight underneath <sighs> him. Just clear as a bell, just clean miss. Dang. So I so so we you know I was kind of frustrated at that point and we went back to the house. Did you figure out a, that the barrel was was bent up? When then? I put my gun up, I thought I noticed a little something in the barrel. The I just I looked at it and it just looked funny. Yeah, because yeah. I I had a minute there was a hen between me and him. You had to wait for. So him. when I told Trip, you know, put your gun down, I got up and I'm safety off and I mean I'm on him and on him and on him. And I couldn't see it, but there was a hen between me and me and him. Mm-hmm. And so Wallace was like, wait, 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 there's a hen. And I couldn't see her. And then she stepped out. So my point is, I was down on the gun for a long time. And I'm yeah. looking. And I noticed that there was something goofy in my barrel. But I, I didn't really think much of it yeah. until, you know, I shot. And he flies off. And I'm like, what in the world? And we, we rewind it back. And Hunter was like, man, you were way left. And I'm like, how was I way left? And then I went, clink, ting. Yeah. And the light bulb went off. So we went back to the house. I put a pie plate up, just a like a paper plate, you know. Yeah, yeah. And at 15 yards, we put a dot in the center of it. And I put it on a rest in a lead sled. I mean, I dead zeroed it on. Boom. At 15 yards. 15 yards. I had eight pellets in the bottom left-hand corner of the, of the paper. Like, my whole pattern had missed that paper plate at 15 yards. That's so frustrating. So, yeah. did y'all bend it back out or did you just use a different gun? I, well... That was the end of, of that particular gun. Day two, right? Really? So day three, we I just left my gun at the house. Yeah. At this point, it was like, we got to get Trip a turkey. I'd already filled a tag. Kevin Taylor had filled his tag. Yeah, yeah. So we went all day, day three, just with Trip's gun. And we got close two different times. Called one up, had one at 25 yards, and there was a big bush between Trip and the bird. Couldn't get a shot, and then um, we had another one that we were about to kill, and he was pretty close to a road. He was, you know, we were just far enough off the road to be legal, and a car comes by and, like, slows down, starts rubbernecking, the gobbler <laughs> walks off. And we're like, God. So we didn't, we didn't have any shots on day three, but we're still in turkeys. So then the morning of day four, we went and didn't hear a single bird on the roost. I mean, we'd have been in like six, seven, eight turkeys every day for three days. You know, multiple misses. I yeah. mean, all, I mean, it was like turkeys everywhere. Went day four, did not hear a turkey gobble. Was there anything different about that day weather-wise or anything else? No. I'm trying to think where did we start on day four. but We no, started there. at that place when I didn't have a shot at that turkey that could that's have been exactly, a two-bearded. That's exactly right, that great big one. With the one the one that it, we had called to 20 yards. Uh, Less than get 20 his, yards. Yeah, and couldn't get it. We had a J, He had a Jake with him, and Tripp could have killed the Jake, but he had decided that he didn't want to shoot a Jake. Mm-hmm. And so he kept tired saying. Tired of it. Yeah. Tired. I'm tired. <laughs> he kept saying to me, he was like, he was like am I going to make me shoot a Jake? And I was like, well, I'll make you shoot anything. You can shoot whatever you want. And and I said, if you if you hold, hang in there and wait, you, you'll get a shot at a long beard. And he said, okay. So. He didn't shoot that Jake, but we went back there the next morning. You're right. That that was where we decided we wanted to go. Went there the next morning, did not hear a turkey gobble. Mm. Didn't hear any hen yelping, nothing. So we were a little frustrated. We started driving. And it rained a little bit that night before. And we drove past we drove past this driveway. It was kind of in a weird spot with a big 
eight-foot chain-link fence around it. And we drove past the driveway, and we were all kind of – it was – and it was – was it five or six of us in the truck? Five. Hunter and Jeff were in the up front. Me and you and Phelps were in the back seat. We were crammed in there like sardines. <laughs> and we drive past this driveway, and Wallace goes, was that a turkey in that driveway? And, of course – I wasn't paying attention. Trip wasn't paying attention. Nobody really was looking and paying attention. He puts it in reverse and backs up, and lo and behold, there's two strutters and a long beard, three long beards standing in this driveway about 15 feet off the side of the road. And we're like, no way. I mean, of course, you know, everybody's like, hey, just shoot him out the window. No, 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 <laughs> don't do that. Don't do that. We didn't have permission there. We sure. had permission, like, around the corner and down the street. So we kind of – we kept – we kept going back and forth past these birds, trying to figure out what they were doing. And basically, they had come out of this big block of woods. Yeah. We think that they had pitched down into this yard and this driveway because they were wet to, to dry to off. To dry off, yeah. Yeah, there was no big fields around. It was kind of dense woods, and that was like the best open spot. So we started knocking on doors to figure out who had who owned the, the woods. Because they only had one hen with them, so it was three long beards and a hen. And we figured once that hen walks off, I mean, they're they're – they're going to be looking. Yeah, they're prime meat, man. And uh, so we we talked to one lady, and she tells us where the lady is, lives, who has the property right next to that block of woods. Well, about that time, the turkeys start walking, and they're gobbling. It crows, and they're gobbling. Like from the paved road, we can put the truck in park and turn it off, and you can yelp, and you can wow, hear all three of them deep, you know. So we're kind of tracking them on the map. Well, they're headed to this. They're headed to walk right across this piece of property that the neighbor down so the street had told owns. us that this woman owns. Yeah. So we knock on her door, and she's got fences up. It's kind of a rough house, and the you know sign says "I don't dial nine one one," and you know I mean just like all you know beware of the dog. So really eat you alive. Place, yeah. Oh yeah. 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 So Jeff decides he's going to go through the fence. You can't knock on her door. He just goes right through the fence. See, I feel hoping, like Jeff's the type of guy. That can Who get can away pull with that? something like yeah. this off? White hair. I never met him. Yeah, yeah. but he's he, you got that distinguished look about him. Mm-hmm. He's gonna walk in there and say, "Ma'am, how are you doing?" And so he he knew her name. Perfect. So as soon as he comes through the fence, he starts going, "Mary, Mary, how you doing, Mary?" <laughs> and she's like, "Hey, I'm back here. Come on in." He comes, it goes in the house. <laughs> she's somewhere in the back of the house, you know. Oh my and goodness. we're all like, Wallace is like, "Dude, I'm just telling you, shots ring out. I'm I'm out of here. I'm gonna go get that zone. turkey. <laughs> I'm just kidding." <laughs> so. uh She's like, she she sees him, and he's in camouflage, and she goes, oh, do y'all want a turkey hunt? Go right ahead. And he's like, I never bump serious? into these people. I know. <laughs> I never find these people. He's like, okay. And she says, bring me a wing back. I love turkey wing. And we're like, a wing? Okay. So we he jumps in the truck. We tear out. Because, I mean, you can still hear him. If you cut the truck off, you can hear him gobble every now and then. Well, there's a. There's a bunch of gas and power lines and stuff up there, like gas lines, utility easements. And yeah, right yeah, ways. yeah. So there's these gas pads all over the place up there, which is just basically a flat spot in the side of the hill where they've got the pumps and the work on the shale and right, yeah. and where they're literally just pumping the the fuel, the the gas out, you know, yeah. the oil. Um, so we we pull in, and as we're pulling in, oh by the way, there's a gate going across this gravel road that goes up to the <clears> gas pad. This lady owns it. Yeah. She's like, I don't have a key to the gate. The utility can't put it up. I don't ever go up there. You know, we're like, can we just drive around? And she goes, I don't care. You can drive through it, around it, over it, under it. I don't care. Just whatever <laughs> you want. So we go around the gate, and, and we get just past the gate, and three longbirds walk across the road, and we're like, try to get invisible. You know, <laughs> the just, Homer Simpson. And we just sit there, right? And they walk on up. So we back the truck up just a little bit after they walk out of sight, and we get down. We walk a mile and a quarter. Up and down, over and around, and a couple times we checked them. You're going to walk mean, a lot as a turkey hunter. Trip is dying. I mean, because now this is the third or fourth day, that, fourth day yeah. that we have walked. Their strides are a little bit longer than We walked five miles every day. We I did. Bet. We walked more than five miles all th- all four days we were there. Man. So, anyways, we get up and around. We yelp. And they gobble. It sounds like they're a country mile over there. We're like, dang. So, we huff it on up, and we call nothing, call nothing. We're like, dang. Move up another 100 yards, call nothing, call nothing. We're like, gosh, they've just left. And we get to the top of this next little hill, and there's a big there's a big stone fence, which these stone fences are iconic in Everywhere Pennsylvania. Everywhere up there, yeah. yeah. And they're, they're no telling how old. Probably 200 years old, you Plus, know, legit, I yeah. would say. 
early, I'm assuming they're early American, you know, days. Well, that's and, where they, when they first opened up those fields, all those stones came out of the field. Huh. And that's where, because my parents lived up in New Hampshire for a while. Okay. And so whenever, when up in New England in that area, whenever they break open those fields, all of that's rock. And they just take it out of the field and they just built fences out of huh. it. Well, there's fences everywhere. Yeah. And we get to this fence and Hunter calls and they gobble. And and they've been, they're in exactly the same spot they've been the whole time. And we didn't realize it. It's just we, the way we had come and kind of gone around them, the ridge got tall and they couldn't hear us or at least we couldn't hear them. And so they may yeah, very well have sure. been gobbling, but but we, we didn't know they were in the world. So we ease on up a little bit more. And then all of a sudden, we can see them down below us. They're just in this little flat spot in a meadow, and they're all three strutting and gobbling and strutting and gobbling and strutting and gobbling, and we're yelping at them. And, I mean, they're hammering, and they just won't quite get right. So we decided that we would get back to that stone fence, and we started looking at the map and looking at where they were. We were like, man, if we just could get down to that stone fence, we'd be on the same level with them. And those, you know, hill country turkeys, no matter where they are, Mississippi and Missouri, if you can be on the same level with them, that's better than above or below them. You don't ever really want to be below them, but if you can get on the same level with them, they're just seems like they'll come to you easier. Okay. So we got down. Now it's like 10.30, 10.45. We've got to catch a plane. I was about to say, this is that day. Our flight leaves at 3. How long does it take to get there? Hour flight? and a half. Mm. So I don't have and, to get there, but you also have and to we're get there an early. Hour, well, no, no, no. We're, we're an hour from the house. So from and then and then it's an hour and a half to the to the airport. So well, no, we're not to mention you got to get there early to check in all your guns. We're and two and a half hours of driving plus an hour of of get there before the flight. So we're three and a half hours. Like we need to be Ugh. we need to be leaving to go to the house no later than like eleven thirty eleven forty five. So y'all are right up against it. right up against it. And it's ten it's just right after ten o'clock. So we get down below that stone fence and we start crawling. And, I mean, I've been on trips, but for four days, hold still, don't move, crawl, you know, whatever, like, whatever we're doing. And bless his heart, you were kind of losing your focus, weren't you? <laughs> he was just bebopping, and I was like, I grabbed him, and I looked at him, and I said, son, we got 30 minutes left. Like, you've got to focus. And, man, it was like a light bulb just clicked. And he got down low, and, I mean, just got sneaky snake, and got, I mean, we snuck all behind that fence and got down in the right spot, and, and here he comes, just right there. The I mean, fence he's was, right there. The fence was four feet wide when we popped over. It was kind of a spot where it made a 90-degree turn. Yeah. And they had just kind of piled In it up corner, right there. Yeah. yeah. And so we're all down, you know, me, Hunter, Tripp, and, and Phelps. We're all down low, and we're talking about, like, when we pop over, they're going to be right there inside 100 yards, you know. And first time we call, they're going to come to that fence. And and Wallace had told us, for whatever reason, those turkeys are not scared of those fences. Sometimes, you know, our turkeys down here, they'll hang up on a barbed wire fence or a blowdown or something. But sure. for, for some reason, those turkeys are not scared of those rock fences at all. You'll see them stand on them and strut. You'll see the hens really? perch on them. Oh, yeah. We saw that a bunch. They'd, mm-hmm. they'd, they'd hop up on it and stand there and look and preen. And, you know, it's like a little perch kind well, of thing. Well, it's also and a good barrier for them because they can move without being seen and all kinds of stuff. All that. Yeah. Huh. And, and, but, but they don't, they don't, they obviously don't, they're not scared of something jumping from behind it. Right. You know what I mean? Because they'll walk right up to it. And so we knew, I mean, we're, if we get inside 100 yards and you, cut and yelp at a gobbler he's gonna cut that distance in half i mean you're inside his bubble you know so we knew it was gonna happen fast so we kind of got in position and got trip's gun laid across there and i'm you know trying to get his gun laid flat and not be seen <laughs> and about that time there was no light in your scope you remember that the battery was going dead i mean no. you could barely see anything like pitch black dark <laughs> you could just faintly see it and I'm like, oh my gosh, here we are, last Put 30 it right minutes. In the middle. Yeah. <laughs> and uh and we've had all these misses and mishaps and everything. If we get up, get in position. He's walking five mile an hour. He's, right he is. They're all three in strut. And the, the, the lead bird is the biggest one. And he's, no, it wasn't the biggest one, but one, it was the boss. The boss, okay. Well, so trip we we get the gun up and get in position and I'm like, Can you see through it? And he's like, Just barely, Daddy. And I said, All right, well just don't rush your shot. Take your time. Take a deep breath. It's going to be hard to see that circle, and you got to make sure his whole head's inside that circle. Mm. Wallace yelps, and then when he does, all three of them turn and look at us. 
and here they come, just start marching. And, I mean, safety off, trips down on the gun, and I don't have a gun. So we're just trips going. We're just trying to kill triple turkey. Yeah. And they march up to, like, they get to about 35 yards, and I look, and Wallace says, watch the end of his gun, there's a rock. And I look, and there's one little rock that's pointing up like this. It's like, looks like a canine tooth on Exactly what you're talking about, yeah. And it's it's eight inches off the end of his barrel, and he's about to center it up. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, here we are. We're inside 40 yards on the last day, 30 <laughs> minutes left. I'm like, I can't let him take his shot because that rock's going to explode. No, that's a dangerous and, thing. Good, good so, lookout from a hunter. And so I just ease over, I grab his gun, and I start shifting it left, and I move it about 12 inches left to where I know he's clear, and I'm looking at it. And I kind of got it up a little higher where he's, he's to the left of it and above it now. Well, Trip has to get down and like shift over, and I'm right. now I'm contorted and out of the way because the gun was between <laughs> me and him, and and Phelps is can't get the camera up because they're so close. You know, he's seeing all this go down, and he just goes, "I'm just gonna cover my eyes." <laughs> and I'm thinking, "There's no way this works out." Hunter kind of purred just a little bit, man. He gobbled again and just eased on up. He come the last 15 yards, and Trip was just. Down squared the scope, just him. squared up. What happened? Bam! Shot him right in the throat. <laughs> I mean, just throttled him. Way to go. And we went uh, hooping and hollering and celebrating, and the other two are standing out there. They're kind of walking away slowly. But they're like, what is it? I'm hollering and, whoa, we did it, we did it. And I'm I was like, crying at this point. <laughs> yeah, he is. He's full tilt crying. <laughs> Man, just I like, oh, that. I can't believe it. So I'm like, and, and Hunter gets up to go run out there, and I'm like, wait, 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 wait. I grab his gun. Katoon! And I kill a second oh, one on the exit. <laughs> and Wallace turns around, and he's like, what the heck? No way! <laughs> <laughs> he's like, did that just happen? Man. Uh, Papa, Papa Jeff was up the hill behind us about 50 yards, and he heard it and saw it, and he comes running down. And <laughs> Man, it was an epic celebration, wasn't it? <laughs> So, anyways, the celebration of epic proportions commenced, and we hooped and hollered and jumped around. And that's the first time when we went and ate breakfast. That's the first time I actually ate breakfast that week. <laughs> that week, yeah. <laughs> that's but we, honestly hunting on an empty stomach is a tough deal. It is. So we and we didn't have snacks every day, and say, we didn't get Oreos. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Oops. So we we laid the turkeys out and sat there with them, didn't we? And yeah. Talked about them and just kind of, I mean, there's awesome. there's a lot of, you know, the smoking the cheap cigar and everybody's kind of got their little celebration. But one of the things I think is super cool and you see it on social media from from several people and I think it's great. But, man, when, when you kill that turkey, you need to just sit there and soak it in, savor it. Because, I mean, you just don't get those moments back. Yeah. Especially when you got a young and involved and all the people – you know that i mean there were five grown men spent four days of their life trying to get big shot over there a turkey and um and i told him that i said you know you got to walk hard take big strides sit still when it's your time you're on the gun and and part of that's i mean one because that's your best chance to kill a turkey but two that's the way you tell the people who are letting you hunt their place and carrying you around that's how you takes exactly that's how you tell them thanks that's right is by trying hard and by focusing and and he did that i was really proud of him and and he let a couple walk away that he had shots at but they were crummy shots that's hard to do isn't it very hard to do and it's hard for i mean love him to death but it's hard for a guy like hunter wallace to really understand because it's been a minute since he was that size you know and sure uh you know and it just as a dad, you don't want them to take a bad shot. One, because you don't want to cripple an animal, but two, you don't want to you don't want to discourage them, you yep. know, and and create make them have second thoughts the next time it comes time to squeeze the trigger. And we talked about that, didn't we? You were he told me a couple of times he's like, "Man, Dad, I'm really scared I'm going to miss." And I said, "You you hadn't missed yet. Like it's all right. Just you know, just take your time. Take yep. a shot when the gobbler's standing still, and." You know, stay on the stay on the gun. So, absolutely. Well, trip. Anything else you uh, want to tell us? 
Um, Your old legs were tired, weren't they? Yeah. That <laughs> boy slept for a day and a half when he got back. What? Uh, I'm I, ready for a. Um, I'm ready for a run. I'm 21, so that I can actually celebrate with y'all. <laughs> Man, gives you something to look forward to. That's fun, though. You know. How many gobblers have you killed now? Six. Well, I'm, no. How many? Two gobblers. Beards? No, wait. Three gobblers and three jakes. Mm-hmm. That's right. awesome. You Four. killed how many this season? Four. Four. Big season, man. That's awesome. Well, That's technically awesome. different, all different seasons, because I've killed killed them in different states. Yep, you have. How many states True. have you killed Tennessee, them this year? Mm-hmm. Mississippi, Kansas, Pennsylvania. Four different states this year. That's right. That's exactly right. Crossing I did, them all. I forgot about that. Now, is this the first time you've hunted in Pennsylvania, too? It, yeah. So, this is your first Pennsylvania bird as well. Yeah. 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 That's cool. That's fun. Yeah. But this is like your cool. thousandth turkey or something. No, yeah. it's not my thousandth. But that's cool. That I mean, that's one of the things that's just so fun about turkey season is there's just always somewhere else, something different. It's a different type of hunting. Mm-hmm. It's a different – Even it's, a, it's an eastern, but we've talked about it before where mm-hmm. easterns, no matter where they are, a little different. There's like your, yeah. your field ones and your woods ones and your swamp yep. birds and your other stuff. But how cool is it that you get to be with your dad when he gets a, a first for him? That's <laughs> pretty cool. And I've never been with him when he kills a turkey. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. It's always, because we're always, you know, it's always about trip killing a turkey. So that was one of the things on this trip that I told him he was going to have to look forward to. See, I put in for my tags back a couple months ago before the deadline. So now, I had do you two, have to put in or? Well, like, there's a deadline if you if you apply before, if you put in, not apply, or it's not a draw. Okay. But if you good. buy your tags before a certain date, and I don't know what that date is, you get two tags. Hmm. So Wallace told me, he was like, go ahead and buy your license. And, and he was like, it's not that much money. And if you get to come up here, great. You'll, you'll have two tags. But yeah. if you can't come up here, then just, you know, no big deal. And I was like, all right, that's a good idea. And I got to look at the calendar. And the last trip I had was first week of May. And I thought, you know, there's a good chance I could probably make that work. Yeah. So I booked it, and or I, I bought my license. and I, So I had two tags, and I told Trip when we left, I said, dude. This is going to be different for you because it's not all about you. It, it will get you the first one. But Dad's got two tags. <laughs> Dad is going to fill you You're going to have to sit still and watch Dad shoot one. And uh, I wasn't very happy when he said that. Yeah. Well, you got to learn. Every now and then you got to wait your turn, right? Yeah. But uh, what, uh, I guess, in, in, in following in Lauren's, Lauren Brady's footprints here, uh, trip highs and lows. Of the what was the high of the trip? What was the low of the trip? Um, high was killing the turkey. Okay. No, actually, high was on the plane. <laughs> really? Your high was killing the turkey. <laughs> you can fly on a plane every day of the week. All right. What What was your What was you? Don't have to have a low, but what was what was probably the low point of the trip? Think. Letting those turkeys walk off. No, that was not the low. I'm gonna correct you. Think about it. Morning three. We hunted that place. It was over an hour away. We did. That was an hour away. And remember, we had to leave at 3.30. We went to bed at 11. We left at 3.30. We went to bed at 11? And remember, when I woke you up, what was the first thing we had to do when we got out of the truck? Walk up a hill. How tall was that hill? Uh, Like a mile long. It was 360-foot change in elevation. That. So he woke up on day three after walking over five miles two days in a row on four and a half hours of sleep as a nine-year-old. And we got out of the truck, and the hill was just straight up. And Wallace Man. was like, we need to start up there at the top of it. We're like, all right. We start hiking, and it's like knee-high wheat So you're grass, just soaked. soaking wet. Yeah. yeah. And and he, I woke him up. I mean, he'd been asleep. You know, he was yeah. just plashed in the truck. asleep. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he looked at me and he was like, I just want to sleep here in the truck, Dad. And I was like, you can't. <laughs> no go. And we get out of the truck. And he, I mean, he's not even awake. And we start walking. I mean, like the first 10 steps, he looks at me and big old tears welling up in his eyes. He's like, I can't do it. I looked at him. I said, Monday morning. What did I say? We're going to wish we were hunting. Monday morning, we're going to wake up at the house and wish we could yelp one up one more time. Get, dig deep. And we did. We, we were at 
We were at 1,300 foot in elevation on the topo map when we parked the truck, and we were at 1,680 when we stopped. That's a steep little hill. And where'd the turkeys gobble? <laughs> All the way down the hill, right? 200 feet below the truck. <laughs> so we got all the way up there and, like, couldn't hear anything, couldn't hear anything, and then we hear one way I'm off. Like, oh, shoot. He was all the way down past the <laughs> truck, so turned around, start walking Remember the down. old animated sword in the stone? Yeah. Remember that, yeah. that wolf yeah. going up there? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's going up it's exactly that. What is that yeah. from? It's old Disney You'll have movie. to watch it. It's old sword in the stone. Somebody out there's nodding his head. Yeah, but <laughs> but he did it. He pushed through. That had to be your low, huh? Yeah, that was. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I thought. You were forgetting it. You know, there's something about walking out with a bird that seems to fix a lot of that. No doubt. No but doubt about it. Way to it. push through it, man. That's tough. I was proud of him. Did a little yelping. Practiced on his yelping with HW. Not a bad guy to practice with. Boy, spits feathers, doesn't he? He can flat yelp. He can flat yelp. <laughs> All right, Trip. But a good we'll... spring. Proud of you, pal. Thanks. <laughs> you want to go hunting in the morning? Yeah. Except in the afternoon. Uh, he's <laughs> not much of those early mornings. <laughs> he's more of an evening set kind of yeah. guy. All but right. like Spence said, it's better in the morning than it is in the afternoon. Yep. Always better. That's first 30 minutes of after fly down or seems like when most of the magic happens. Yep. Except for the dew on the ground. That's terrible. <laughs> and I don't have any uh It's amazing. Traps, so. Yeah. It's amazing how turkey season changes from the beginning in March to the end in May. Do you remember what it was like when we first went March the 8th down to Mississippi? Remember what the weather was like? Oh, yeah. It was cold. Kind of. Oh, yeah. And we then had, it felt like we walked like 5,000 miles yeah, we back. Went well, and those dried and out up. leaves yeah. where every step just sounds like you're stepping on firecrackers. Yep. So different. No leaves on the trees, wide open in the woods. We were to, wide open, and he dropped us off at a gate. Just like, see what you Where hear. are we? We have no idea. <laughs> but... It's crazy how, how it changes as springtime goes on. You know, there's more and more cover on the trees, and you go from being freezing cold and in the wide open to that last hunt, you're soaking wet because the grass is wet from all the heavy dew. You know, early in March, there's no dew. It's just crisp and, yeah. You know. it's, like, it's sometimes better when there's no leaves on the tree because it can't block you. Yeah, you can see further. It's true that. That yeah. means they can see further, too. That's exactly right. Good point. Yeah. So, well, I'm proud of you, buddy. You, you stuck through there and gutted it out. And there's a lot of grown men listening that didn't get to kill four turkeys this spring, much less in four different states. You should be very proud of yourself. You earned those. None of them were cupcakes. Well. Nope, you didn't have any cupcakes this year. Actually, I really didn't. <laughs> no, you didn't. Last well, year, Last year, you had a couple cupcakes I served up to you. What do you mean, cupcakes? Like... Easy ones. Oh. I thought you were talking about real cupcakes. I was like, oh, I'm gonna <laughs> He's like, no, we have Oreos. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Trip, I'll bring you some Oreos on Friday so y'all can celebrate right. All right. Thanks. All right, buddy. Probably need to go to bed, huh? Uh-uh. <laughs> you're He's yawning. shaking his head. <laughs> You know, people can't see you shaking your head on the on the podcast. No. But there you go. There you go. We had a fun trip, and it's pretty cool. Probably my favorite thing, if I get to do high and low on this trip. Yeah. I'd say, obviously, my high was us killing, um, but but a, probably a, a different sort of high, different category, a high, high B. If high will. B. Yeah, point B. You can have as many highs as you want. Thank you. I think you. Lauren I, thank says you. That. I appreciate that. Uh, um. It, was just watching Hunter Wallace and uh, and Kevin Taylor. Yeah. I wish Josh could have been there and Terrence and JR and some of the other guys. but um, That'd be a lot of boys hiding in the woods. <laughs> yeah, a lot of boys. <laughs> but, uh, I, I mean, I got to hunt with Wallace a good bit this spring, and I yeah. thoroughly enjoyed it. He's such a talented young man. 
and I've hunted with Kevin Taylor a time or two before, but I've not gotten to like really spend time with Kevin in camp. And yeah, we ate dinner together a couple nights and just got to spend some time just talking about duck hunting. And you know, we have so many it's mutual not duck friends. Season. I know, but <laughs> we have so many mutual friends and connections sure. through ways other than just the turkey. Because Kevin's from Arkansas. Yeah, Stuttgart. Yeah, right? Stuttgart. So I've known Kevin as long as I've been in the duck call business. He's one of the first people I met when I went to Max and. Um, See, so you've yeah. known him for 10 years. Mm-hmm. A little more than, than that, probably. But, um, you know, it was just really fun to be in camp with those guys and have a, a guy, Jeff Wallace's age, who was just trying every. I mean, he drove his own car, his own truck most of the time. So we'd be one place and he'd be one place just trying to, you know, look and find birds. And That's awesome. And, Jeff uh, Wallace and I mean, Jeff, Hunter Wallace and Jeff Wallace. Are hilarious. Yeah, they were back and forth and arguing the whole time, <laughs> weren't they? <laughs> but, but no, it was very special yeah. to to have, you know, all those guys trying their best to to help trip get a bird, absolutely you know, help us fill tags and uh, that that that's super cool and we really appreciate that. And anyways, it's just it was a fun way to kind of put an end to the, to a great spring and a great season and. So much awesome stuff going on for us at Rolling Thunder. And Man. That was a cool way to put her to bed. Cap it off. For sure. So, what do we got this weekend? The golf tournament. The golf scramble. That's right. Big backyard bash on Friday night. Are you invited to that? I don't know. I mean, I live here, so I, I don't know. <laughs> That's a good answer. Hey, before we go, tell us about your uh, your drawer up there in your dresser. Weren't you cleaning up your, your room today? Yeah, nothing but bottom land. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a drawer he calls the bottom land drawer. There is some jeans in there that aren't bottom land, but I covered that up. <laughs> <laughs> so just you and bottom That's land? Awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> well, good. Oh, me. How's mama and baby? She's great. Both of them. Finally, finally uh, getting in the house, which is key. That's awesome. So... That's been good. Moved to the neighborhood, finally. Already had two packages stolen off our porch. Great Ooh. stuff. Welcome to Memphis. Welcome to Memphis. What do they do about that if your package is stolen? You know, honestly, most luck? places just send you, just send them right to you. I actually found the, the package itself. So we drove home last night from a Memorial Day gathering. And, you know, as I'm making the turn into into my my street, I see this kid with a hoodie up. Walking down with with a mop under because there's a mop. I hope you like this mop, kid. Like, what are you gonna yeah. do with this freaking mop? But so he had a mop and like three other packages under his arm, like hauling off down the street. Mm. And then today, when I'm coming home from work, I see where he grabbed the package, opened it, grabbed the mop. Which again, what the heck is this kid yeah. gonna do with the mop anyway? And then saw it, uh, saw the, just the empty box in somebody's yard. Went and grabbed it. Said, sure enough. Mm. That box has my name on it. So, little jazz flute there. You know what just popped up? A little memory of on this day three years ago, watched Boozer shoot one in the in Maine. Oh, on June first of eighteen. That was some so video that what, it mixed up for you. Yeah, that's that music was. I was like, whoop, sorry. We should probably try to use that music in some of our videos. It was pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> we need some more jazz flute in the Rolling Thunder lineup nah. here. <laughs> <laughs> but Not anyway, yes. to make a long story short, it's it's going well. Everything's good. Got everything painted and finishing the laundry room up tomorrow, and then we'll be uh, good to go. Awesome. So, well, good deal. Playing. I'll be chasing the little white ball this this evening or this weekend too. Yeah, good. Which ball? There's two. <laughs> I think there's only one golf ball. It's only one golf ball. Oh, that golf ball. Okay. <laughs> you tried a little hard there, pal. <laughs> Too long in turkey camp. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. But anyway, oh, it should be man. good. I did punch Spencer in the stomach a bunch this week. <laughs> that sounds like a good way to get hurt. Yeah, exactly. All right, we're spiraling. You when you, when we're, you least uh, expect it. <laughs> Catch one right in the bread basket. <laughs> Well, it's been a fun spring, and absolutely, I guess we have to be done talking about turkey hunting for a while. No, we don't. I don't know what we're going to talk about next week. Red fishing. Ooh, 
We should definitely go to the coast and we do should that. Definitely. Wait, snapper fishing? Is that what you're talking about? He's talking about redfish, which remember that time me and you and Mr. Josh Criswell and Hunter went down there and stayed on that floating boat. Oh, that's that's but what also, that was. Also, also snapper. We need to go do that. Yeah, been talking right. to Hunter. I want to take Weston again. That was fun. Yeah. And the guy that beat my record on that fish. Yeah. That was like a twenty pounder fish. Yeah, that was a big snapper you caught. You're right. Biggins. Well, I think we should probably wrap it up. We definitely should. Everybody's needs, still listening. Everybody needs it's an Oreo and disappointing. <laughs> they need better friends and <laughs> more fun activities. <laughs> well, thanks for joining us for another episode of the Rolling Thunder Podcast. Let's do something interesting next week. We will. Right. Trip. Say bye to everybody. Bye. Adios. See you.